What is up, guys? My name is Logan Tremellon, and this is the Defying Odds podcast. I'm inspired by a podcast that I've been re- listening to called Real AF by Andy Frisella. He's the founder and CEO of First Form, and his podcast, uh, amazing information. I've been listening listening to it a lot recently, but in it, he has different shows inside of it. So it's not just him interviewing somebody else. He has like a real talk part where he just talks about something important. He has a Q and a question and answer segment. Uh, he brings on guests. He has a bunch of different things, and I like it because one, it's just it's a good variety. Like I go through and I listen to what I want to listen to, but it has me inspired to kind of do a similar thing on mine. Not necessarily replicate exactly what he's doing, but model how he does it. So. In an effort to actually be more consistent with this podcast, because I haven't been the best at it recently, um, you know, it just, this is our busy season. So, like, I was doing pretty well with the podcast. I think we're at like 24, 25, 26 episodes so far. Um, And then when we got to our busy season, it just got a lot harder to schedule things. Um, And not really even harder, it just wasn't a priority. Um, So, I want to make it a little bit easier to get out episodes, but at the same time, make sure I'm giving good information. So that's what this is. I want to try a questions and answers uh, segment on the podcast and see how it goes. I do have some good guests in mind for the future, uh, and I'm really excited to talk to them, ask them you know, good questions, and just build that relationship with them. Um, I just haven't gone about scheduling anything yet. So there are some in the, in the future, but for now, I want to answer some questions and see how it goes. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know my backstory, um, I'm a 24-year-old entrepreneur. I own a video marketing company. Uh, We have an action sports side of things as well. Um, And I got here basically from... It really all started when I had an ATV accident that punctured my intestine, put me in the hospital for, I think, what, a month and a half. I had five surgeries. I lost like 30, 40 pounds of muscle that I did not have to lose. And I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And that was one of three times where I lost a lot of weight. Um, but that first time, it kind of kick-started my entire entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey because when I came back, I was a lot more motivated and dedicated and like focused on building a life for myself. And I don't know, you know, just that insane amount of adversity made me feel like I had to always be growing after that. And that, you know, the adversity mixed with some personal development stuff really just clicked in my head and I've been running pretty much as fast as I can for the for the past eight years it's been now. Um, so here we are. Um, I'm in my office space, Tremont Media House's office, a uh, small little office space in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, I have one full-time employee. We have two part-time employees. Um, and then I hire you know friends and contractors when needed. Um, and it's going really well. You know, I say that knowing that I'm very young and I have so much time ahead of me. But at the same time, I don't want to make it look like I'm doing better than I am. Um, You know, I really haven't made money (laughs) up until this point, and I'm okay with that. Like, there's been points already in the past four years, five years of business where I'm like, okay, I could be completely content with this amount of income for the rest of my life, but I don't want to be. Like it when it was just me, just me, just a one man show, shooting events. Um, I could have been set like above the average, 
American salary, uh, but I, I wasn't going to stop. <laughs> um, so I hired my best friend. We moved into this office space. Now I'm growing a c- commercial side of the business. Um, and pretty much my entire focus right now, outside of you know a few weeks out of the year when we have big things going on, um, is just growing the commercial side of things. So I'm reaching out to new clients and actually trying to build this into an actual business. Um, because I feel like, yeah, yeah, we're doing okay for me being a 24-year-old kid, but I don't think that should allow me to lower my standards of what a business actually is, you know? Like, I don't want this to be a thing that just burns cash. I want this to be a thing, a, a profitable machine that funds and supports dozens and dozens of families and businesses all over the country. Um, so... If you don't know who I am, that is what I'm all about. That's what I'm trying to do. This podcast is an extension of that because it gives me amazing connections with business people and it gives me um, a source of content to share more about my life and what I love and what I want to do. So that was kind of a long intro, uh, six minutes already. Um, so let me get right into the first question. Um, and I'll be honest, I wanted to put this on my story, like ask me questions and I'll answer them on this thing. But I really don't think I have a good enough uh, following to give me proper questions. So I put a little bit of bio in about myself into ChatGBT, which is an AI software, and asked it to give me 10 questions, and I chose the best three. So here we go. Question number one. How has the experience of almost losing your life to Crohn's disease influenced your approach to business and entrepreneurship? Um, first, I never would have gotten into business if it wasn't for all the adversity. You know, like I spent months in the hospital and practically years being sick and bedridden and literally withering away. Um, And it wasn't, I think after the first time I got sick and had surgeries, I knew I wanted to get into business, but I didn't want to go to school for business because Every big entrepreneur that I followed, I'm I'm pretty sure at this time I took this advice from Mark Cuban, um, but he said, if you want to go to school for business, or if you want to become an entrepreneur, don't go to school for business because there's no entrepreneurship programs that'll prepare you for entrepreneurship. He recommended to go to school for marketing. Uh, So that's what I decided. I wanted to go to Florida State University um, because I wanted to race, train for motocross, and go to college at the same time. Uh, so I chose that school. It was one of the better uh, Florida business schools that I could get into, and I went there. And when I was in college, <laughs> I was there for a semester, and I realized that this was not it. Like, I wanted to be, like, actually starting to build a business. And, I mean, anybody who's been to college, anybody who understands it, knows that your first two years you don't do your actual classes related to your major uh, you have all your general education classes. Um, and I just didn't think about it, <laughs> you know? And as soon as I realized that, I was like, this is not for me. You know, I did my first semester, and at the, towards the end of it, one, I started to get sick. But that really didn't sway my decision at all. But I knew it was not, like, I did not want to continue. So I texted my mom. I texted my dad. I was like, hey, this isn't right. Like, as long as it's okay with you, I want to drop out. And the initial deal, um, I'd say, was uh, give it a year, like a year of doing my own thing, and then we'll decide if I should go back or not. 
which was completely fair, you know. And um, I started my business. It was actually called Tremelin Media. It was a like social media agency. I really had one client that may have paid me a hundred dollars in total. That was in Florida um, when I was sick, and ended up not that obviously didn't work out. Started a clothing brand like a few months later. Um, clothing brand made like a few thousand dollars, like maybe five upwards of ten thousand dollars in total. But I honestly think it was just people purchasing from me because they felt bad for me because at the time I was really sick. Um, so there's that. And I stopped that. And then I naturally just got into photo and video because I was still going to the ATV motocross races. Uh, so I, I got into filming and taking photos. And then I traveled the country with somebody else learning under him how to take good photos and run a business and sell and all this stuff. And it just kind of built the backbone of what we do now. Um, now, let, let me go back to the question. So how has, you know, my life, nearly losing my life from Crohn's disease impacted entrepreneurship? It's pretty much the only reason I'm in it. Like, yes, the the actual, you know, events that happened in my life led me to business. But the things that I had to go through instilled the drive, the hunger, not the confidence, but it, it gave me habits that ultimately built the confidence. Like I never would have started working out consistently if it wasn't for me getting sick and nearly losing my life. I wouldn't value my health. I wouldn't value my life as a whole. Like we are literally only here for one life. And every time I think about that, it just makes me realize how small, how small I'm playing this game of life. And that's me saying it. And I feel like, as unbiased as I can say this, I feel like I am in a better place than most kids my age, you know? Like, I'm just prioritizing growth. That's all I'm prioritizing right now. But nearly dying, just getting really, really sick and being bedridden and losing all that weight. And not only being sick, but when I was down those three different times, I knew I had the confidence. I had the, I just knew I was coming back so much so that the last time that I got sick, I documented the whole thing. (laughs) I made a vlog out of my surgery and my comeback because I was that committed and that determined that there was nothing stopping me. And those beliefs, that belief structure, that mindset, I mean, it's the 4th of July, that the day that I'm filming this. <laughs> I'm not taking a break from my life because building a life is the only thing that I want to do right now. Like, I, I'm, I don't drink alcohol. I don't party. Um, And yeah, sometimes I think that I wish I had more fun, but at the same time, this is fun for me. Like the feeling that I get trying to build something way greater, way beyond what I could ever do in my own life, alone, by myself, that excites the shit out of me. And Crohn's disease 
yeah, I mean, I've dealt with some shit, literally. <laughs> um, but it's it's pretty much the only reason I'm here, physically and mentally. <laughs> I think that was a good answer. Okay, let's see. Next question, question number two. Can you describe a moment in your entrepreneurial journey where you questioned if it was worth it and how you overcame it? Yeah, 100%. There's one thing that I've been getting, taking away a lot recently from the podcast that I mentioned at the beginning of this was in Andy's podcast. He always says, he's like, he's one of the the top you know, 1% successful entrepreneurs, humans on the planet, massive car collection, beautiful house, insane company, companies, multiple companies. You know, he's achieved what you think everybody, every entrepreneur, every businessman wants to achieve. And he says that every single day, it is still hard. Every single day, he still considers giving up and quitting. So, I mean, I have the same answer. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. It's not supposed to be easy. Um, and yeah, you hear that all the time. But like, I have one full-time employee. He doesn't get paid a ton. He gets paid what I think is a, a good average intro salary into the career that we do. Um, and I want to pay him a lot more. But he makes more than me. And this was his first year in video ever. And he didn't have to take any risk. Well, I mean, the... His, the only risk he had to take was working for somebody who never employed somebody before. But what I'm saying is, like, if you're motivated by the money, if that's the only reason you're doing entrepreneurship, it's not right. Like, there's times all the time like when we lose a client and it's crazy to think that like, I I mean, I still don't make a ton of money, but we sometimes lose clients that are, aren't just worth like a couple hundred bucks like they used to be, but now they're worth like five figures a year, like 30, 40, $50,000 a year clients. And when I lose them, it's not like freaking, sometimes I get down on myself. Of course, you know, I'm never, I'm not always just happy and positive, but there's like times where we'll lose a client. I'm like, oh, okay. I, that sucks, <laughs> but it's okay. Like, it's probably for the better. Um, and that's happened a few times recently. And then we parted ways with a client that we just weren't aligned. Like, it was just annoying working with a client, you know? So, like, there's times probably every single day where I'm like, man... <laughs> This is a lot. I'm spending a lot of money. Like, there's some months where I spend twelve, fifteen thousand dollars, and I don't even know where it goes. <laughs> you know, like if I just stopped trying to grow and got rid of the office space and worked from home and only did the jobs that paid well and that we liked, we'd be set. Like, I would be good. <laughs> you know. Um, That's not why I do it, you know? And back to the question, how did I overcome it? It's every day. 
like there are times for sure there are months where i'm not on a high 100 percent. and then there are times where i am on high and we're growing and have momentum and i think the most important thing that a business owner that i not even a business owner that an individual can do to make sure that they're growing and make sure that they're not even just growing because not necessarily everybody wants to be growing, but making sure that they're in a good mindset, mind place is creating the momentum themselves. And how do I do that? Recently, the past week, I've been cold plunging. If you follow me on Instagram, I have been posting most of them on my Instagram, but it's a basically a, a cold tub that has 48 degree water in it. And one, it's amazing for your body. I don't know the benefits offhand, but it's amazing for you. I can tell you that. The science is there. Um, so I get in for like three minutes. And then I've been saunaing like three, four, five times a week, normally before I go to bed. Um, those two things, cold plunging in the morning really has just been, it's in, like I feel like I don't need any caffeine at all. And I feel so focused and so energized and so just excited to come to work every day. So I've been getting up at 5, going to the gym, getting there at 5.30, um, walking, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks. I joined a video business coaching program, um, just people who are building their video businesses. Uh, so I listen to that in the morning on the treadmill or outside, and then I cold plunge. So it's creating the momentum for yourself. That is the most important thing. Like, yeah, there are times when I don't feel, when I physically feel like crap because, yeah, my stomach still bothers me. And there's times when I really am just not excited or like we get bad news at work or like yesterday, a, a client, probably my most important client to me, like just the one that I care about the most, he, he just was like worried that it wasn't going to work out. And like, that's not a good conversation to have, you know? Um, so I always do my best to take a step back and be like, okay, how can I do my best to approach a situation? What can we do to move forward? How can I bring everything that I possibly can to this regardless of my emotions if I'm upset right now? And I will say I feel like because all the health crap that I've been through, I am very good at staying level-headed. Um, so... One, I don't, I don't think I celebrate enough for sure. But at the same time, I don't stress too much about bad things. Like, you could literally tell me that every single thing in this office right now and all of everything that I've built just gone. All of our clients gone. Everything. This building could literally burn down. And my house could burn down. And it would suck for sure. But my best guess, it would be at minimum, no at the most 24 hours until I'd be back building because I'm just not attached to anything, you know? I don't know if I answered the question. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Question number three. This one's a good one because I do think it's a factor at first. So the question is, do you think your age impacts how you're perceived in the business world? And if so, how do you navigate that? It 100% 
impacts how you're perceived. Like if people just saw how I looked, which I, th- I do think I look a little bit older than I look, I've or than I am. Um, I've been told that I look like what 27. I think people tell me most of the time 28, um, but I'm 24, so I don't look too young. <laughs> um, but you can tell that I'm not. You know, I'm not a seasoned veteran. I'm not 40, 50. Um, just because I I look younger, and yeah, I definitely think other people might think that at first, but I feel like the biggest thing is in young people's minds. Like, I work with a lot of clients, clients who have built massive businesses, massive companies, who employ tens, hundreds of other people, and not once has anyone else ever said don't you think you're too young to be doing this (laughs) you know um where it does become a problem is when the person the young person who's trying to do all this stuff trying to you know punch to another level so to speak um when they think that they're too young and there for sure was in the past times where i believed like I can't build a business, I can't do all this, I can't get an office space, I can't hire people, I can't do any of anything that I desire because I'm too young. 100% I used to believe that. And it's not true. I know people who are way younger than me who are building things way bigger than I am. And I think it just takes you understanding that. And when you approach, you know, a meeting with a client or a conversation where just any conversation, if you believe that you're too young, then you are lost. (laughs) But if the entire time you have the confidence and there isn't a second where you don't think that you can achieve what you're trying to achieve for the client, regardless of your age and your circumstances, then... It doesn't matter. Like my age, I'm 24, so I'm. It's not like I'm a. It's not like I'm a 16 year old kid trying to help people in business. But at the same time, it's it's all about having the conviction. You know, if you have the confidence, if you have the conviction when working with the client, they're not going to care how old you are. All right, I think that's good. That was question number three. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Um, once again, my name is Logan Tremell, and this is the Defying Odds podcast. Please, um, I don't think I have a single review on this podcast, and it doesn't bother me at all. I don't really care, but I do want to know if you guys like this. I will do my best to actually get really good questions. Thankfully, there's AI software now that can make better questions than I could ever imagine. Um, and hopefully, this will get me a little bit more motivated, kicked in the butt, lit a fire under me to actually book those podcasts. I do have a big list of people who I want to have on. I have a few people who have already said yes that they'll come on and have a conversation with me. But my hope is that these little podcasts just like this that are, one, easier for me to do, and two, just take a lot less time. You know, They're just all around easier, um, will be equally as valuable to you. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you in the next podcast.